Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brand, Andy Brand Bernard, Murray House Comedy, JB, Mike Molina, Ron Saver, and Ali Sadiq. Ali Sadiq. <laughs> What's that? Wisely. We're going to talk about how wise Ali Sadiq is when he when he breaks up with his wife and where he moves right after this Tom Bernard show. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional bodywork costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. And it's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard Show, Ali Sadiq, our very special guest in studio. Ali, it's been so long since I've talked to you. Yeah, last year. Like, th- actually, it was this morning. <laughs> <laughs> His short-term memory's not so good. You know, I'll try, se- try to separate the shows. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. That was March last year. It was March of last year? You decided was it, it wasn't really? cold enough, apparently? Yeah, you had to come back when it's colder. That's a good move. It's actually pretty nice today, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah that's true. It's, it's nice today. It's very nice today. You know, Houston, we, we had like a, a 20 freeze and the whole city shut down. I'm like, huh? Uh, yep. As Minnesota laughs, <laughs> and then I go, I go and um, why my my people in my house was complaining about the weather. I'm like, hey, look, we have a fireplace going. Watch this. I said, Alexa, what is the degrees in Minnesota? It's like negative. In Minnesota, it's negative three. I was like, man, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> and they complain. They want me to wrap pipes up for 20. I'm like, I'm not doing it. The pipes been out there, man. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess it 
Minnesota's built to withstand the cold. Whereas, you know, you get snow in, like, you know, South Carolina. It's like they don't even have snow plants. They just wait for everything to melt. Oh, we didn't have salt. That was crazy. They was like, oh, we don't have have salt to put down. And um, people apparently thought that um, kitchen salt was the right type of salt. (laughs) And when you go outside, you see people (laughs) just shifting salt in their driveways. It's like, this is dumb. And that's dumb. Like, man, that's different. It's street salt, people. They're like, no, I think it's going to work. I have to go to work. No, sir, it's not going to (laughs) work. Black ice looks right through that. It, does. it looks right through the kitchen salt. <laughs> looks right through kitchen salt. You need you need I'm a sure different type of salt. <clears throat> what the hell's going on back there? Oh, yeah. oh someone's that's, listening that's my, to the show. That's my. That's me talking. That's that's him. That's me talking on the show. I, know, I but, thought it went off. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, okay, there good. You go. I just want to make sure. So you like to listen to yourself talk? That's good. Yes, that's why I go on Instagram Live. It's just me talking. I don't even read the comments. I just be talking. And then I go back and see something that somebody said. I was like, oh, that was correct what you said, sir. But I was still on my thing. That's all I do is talk. It all I need works out, yeah. You should see this ring. You he, should, why don't you? you should, I was going to say you should, should see this ring he has on. Oh, my oh, lap. Was it from Ali? Oh, my oh, um, Cincinnati. I bought it this spot called a Taj Mahal for Father's Day. Because, you know, we never really get anything for Father's Day. Even if you're a good father, you still don't even get anything. They, like... This is how you find out that it's Father's Day as you riding down the street listening to the radio and the, the disc jockey come on and like, hey, I'd like to wish all the fathers happy Father's Day. You be like, oh, man, today is Father's Day? I didn't get my dad nothing. Wow. Today is Father's Day. And I'm on the way to go see him. So I should at least stop by this Exxon and get something. The Exxon, great place maybe, to shop for dad. Maybe he likes a... A good beer holder. <laughs> lighter. I got a back scratcher. I got a back scratcher. They didn't even take the receipt off of it. It was three ninety nine. <laughs> and I was like, "Y'all are horrible, man. Y'all are horrible." Well, okay. What did you horrible get for people. Father's Day? What did you get for Father's Day? I didn't get anything. I, I, I don't like getting gifts. I know that sounds really weird, but it's true. I grew up extremely poor with my mother taking care of... What do you mean? I didn't get anything I, for Father's Day. Yeah, you, you did. You no, always I get something. Not. Liar, liar. We grew up very poor. My mother raised seven <laughs> children pretty much by herself, and therefore... When she gave us gifts, I finally realized when I grew up. Holly, don't be laughing at me. No, no, it's just, it's, it's, I, I just love when Caucasian men give me hardship stories. I just love it. It's just, it, we grew up really poor. I was like, oh, you don't say. Like, no, let me just say something, Holly. Actually, he did grow up poor. I, I grew up really pretty, poor. No. I grew up pretty poor myself. You know, no, he, it's how a, poor were you? Yeah, it's like, how poor were you? He grew up in North Let me tell you how poor I was. He grew up in North Minneapolis. And move. This is how poor I was, Ali. Yeah, okay, ahead. you ready? Yes. All the black kids in the neighborhood went, you broke ass moon. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how poor we were. Right did you there. borrow? Did you borrow food? Because my mom used to. And my mom. My mom never wanted to do it. She never wanted to. Why was I always the negotiator? Hey, take Miss Gwen this rice and ask her, do she have some sugar? Uh, have you talked to her already? Like, no, nah, we just, we just, this off the rip. How you know this lady even eat rice? She loves rice. And you go knock on the door as a six-year-old, like, my mama um, sent this rice, just loose, <laughs> loose, uncooked rice. <laughs> do you have any sugar for this rice? 
like, tell your mama, thank her for this right. Send us. I was like, this is not how life is supposed to go. But, well, nobody's going to say no to a six-year-old. That's the thing. Your mom is smart. Mm, yeah. Well, you tell the people that when I was selling candy to go on field trips, them little bars of candy. I think world famous. <laughs> that's a whole other world thing. famous was a whole, that's a whole different gig there. That's a whole different money laundering scheme there. Had yeah. these kids running around. How you give a whole school of kids bars of candy, just send them out in the world to peddle candy for you, and you have to say, all you get is like a prize. It was... <laughs> Man, Pizza and Pizza Hut was in cahoots with it too. That was crazy. Yeah. They all, they always had their little advertisement on the side. Why was Pizza Hut the only people with the advertisement? You know something? Yeah. I've been I've been peddling things for people for a long time. Or you got a Pizza Hut voucher depending on how many bars you sold. No, we they right. we had other incentives. You sell and see the thing is, my mom knew. Just give me ten dollars off the rip, because I'm gonna eat ten of these. <laughs> I mean, 10 of these is, is for the house. <laughs> Can't have me out peddling candy and not eating. That's, that's, that's hard labor. Yeah, and yeah remember go, when, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Uh, we, had a, we had a person staying with us for a while. A there person. was some hardship in her life. It was her, I don't want to say her name. No, I don't either. There was some hardship in her life. And yeah, we, she was going to school, and they gave her, I don't know, 50 candy bars. Which she promptly ate all of. Oh, 50. 50. And the school called us up and said, uh, you owe us, uh, I don't know, $700. <laughs> I was like, how much are these candy bars? $25 a piece. And nobody ever said, <laughs> I didn't even know they were in existence. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Do you realize that they give your kids, they give your kids candy and just send them? You don't even know your kids had this candy. They do all this behind no. your back at school <laughs> with no, yeah. this is the only thing that you don't need a permission slip for. You don't need none, <laughs> no permission to peddle our chocolate bar. Yep. And the cut is so far, so far off. It's like 90, 10. It's like they get 10%, they get 90. It's crazy, yeah, I th- man. I think, it's, yeah, I think she was supposed to win a golden book or something. Yeah, for was, all those yeah. candy the school bars. gets, you know, like you said, 90% and the kid gets a pencil eraser. Yeah. Yep. Oh it's, man! Ridiculous. And, and then, then you start selling drugs, and you see that this is a way better outcome. To this. <laughs> Until it's, you get shot. It's a way better thing. I never got shot. That was the thing. I never. Oh, well, it's like a lot of things lucky. that people estimate about drug dealing, and I was pretty not not bragging. I was pretty good. I, I mean, you get busted with five keys and ninety two thousand dollars at right before you oh. turn nineteen. I've been peddling south fourteen. I I was doing pretty well i moved out the house long ago i bought my mama house it was i was doing good i've never been shot at i've been kidnapped well, as long as you don't oh well oh, i was well. gonna say as long as you don't go into gang territory but it sounds like maybe you did i was a gang or member what do you mean <laughs> you was going gang somebody else's well, gang yeah. territory somebody else's he meant rival territory. he meant you know drug dealers and gang it, Y'all watch a lot of TV, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you educate us. Yes. It's yes. like when people like the first thing we hear about, oh, prison. What was it like? I'm like, stop watching. First of all, Oz in the Orange is New Black is not a, a proper representation <laughs> of prison. It doesn't go like that. It's not <laughs> commercials and out of BC ain't going to get a gun and then not end up inside. It's, it doesn't work like that. But drug peddling. It depends on who you are and what type of person that you are. I never, I never turned anybody onto drugs. They were already using. I'm just out there with the product. You know, it's like if I'm walk up, you smoke dope, and I'm out there. 
you know, hey, you have drugs? Yes, I do. I'm not <laughs> turning you on to it. You're not a new person. You already know what you're looking for. You know, I wasn't peddling. Like, they always say drug dealers around schools. And I'm like, I never sold around the school. I was in school yeah. selling, but not <laughs> not around That's it. That's so much different. Yeah. I was a drug dealer with the school. I didn't sell drugs at school. I was a drug dealer with the school. I still went to school. How you going to see your friends if you don't go to school? I got busted in college. They, Which let me know that my friends had very, very... I'm talking about they, they, their observation skills were horrible. I went to a historically black college, <laughs> and they're walking me through the student center with my hands behind my back. My man was like, yo, you coming to class? I was like, no, nah, not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> not for a while. Don't think I'll be coming. These are not professors around me, sir. Just know that. And we're not in the criminal studio. <laughs> it was weird. weird. Weird thing. So it's nothing like The Wire, huh, Ali? The movie. Did you ever see the TV show The Wire? No, The Wire is accurate. It's very accurate. It is accurate. Yes, yeah, yeah. Baltimore. That's, that's for Baltimore. That's for Baltimore. The Wire is very accurate for Baltimore. But you do know it's different. People are different in different regions. So yeah, Baltimore is one thing. New York is a different thing. Chicago. Now you probably had drug dealers in Minnesota, probably during the summer. Probably all the drug dealers <laughs> during, during the, the summer. During the summer. <laughs> About a carrier pigeon or something because you, you can't sell dope out here in the winter. You, you, it's obvious that you're the one out there selling if you out there in the winter here. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. Y'all may do it different. So, when you got arrested, did you deal with state or feds? I was fed. Yeah. So, did, so did they confiscate mom's house? No. Why would you do that? Oh, I worked for the feds. Mm, why would and, you do and, that? And I've, I've seen, seen them go well, deep. Yeah, they they went back and wiped out everything the yeah. guys had. Yeah, that's when you're not smart. Huh. They just caught me. They didn't even get. <laughs> they didn't even get my money. It wasn't no. even. It really I, was the crazy thing is the fed, people give the feds a lot of credit, but it depends on how under the radar you are. It, it takes a long time for them to catch up to you. Like if that was the case, they was really good. They would have got me at 15 because obviously I was outsmarting them from 14 to 19, and this wasn't even. If people go back, like Comedy Central went back, because my special comes out February 23rd, they did all, they went through all my transcripts. And in my transcripts, when I say this, if it was somebody from Comedy Central right here, they'd be like, yeah, because he was very, he was, the, I didn't get busted due to my own fault. I got busted due to incompetency of other people being too greedy. I'm like, yo, man, y'all do, in, in the transcript, you hear say, hey, this is the feds. You hear my voice saying, this is the feds. Do not bring the dope to this parking lot. Because this is the feds. <laughs> I was very clear on my direction. And they did it anyway. And now, what, what kind of, Go ahead. What kind of dope are we talking here? Cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, cocaine. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. People cocaine. like cocaine. People people did like cocaine way before I started selling it. It was uh, um, Einstein called it the wonder drug. So I'm not, you know, I'm not in, you know, like kind of by myself on this. Right. Einstein <laughs> called it a, a wonder drug. And when I quote that, most people don't even know that. It's like, no, he didn't. And I'm like, well, you don't know a lot of history. I'm like, you know, drugs have been around for a long time. The, the, the Christian crusaders used to go out and kill people for having marijuana. I'm like, now, that was terrible. 
They sent people out literally to kill people for marijuana because they didn't want you to think that you could reach a higher power through oh. through smoking. So do you understand if you in the house and some crusaders busting up, hi there, who gave you that bag <laughs> of marijuana? I will not confess to who gave me this. <laughs> you are being punished by death. What? <laughs> I know a lot of useless information. Because I'm one of these people who think that one of these days somebody's going to walk up on me like a TV show and ask me something that I'm not supposed to know and I'm going to win money. And so I learned a lot of useless things just to have it in my repertoire. Like I, I gave a question. Um, who is the first person to die in Romeo and Juliet? Is it? It's not Mercutio. Yes, it is Mercutio. Uh-oh. Oh, all right, then. Look at you. See? Oh, Look at that. A million dollars. Right there for you. Right. <laughs> there you and go. And you got a million dollars. Yeah, if somebody walked up and asked me that, I'd be ready. I'd be so ready. Where did the saying, who let the cat out of the bag come from? I'd be so ready. That I have no idea. Who let the cat out of the bag? Yeah, some, apparently some shiesty dude in the 1400s um, came up with a way to shice people. They used to give you chickens in a bag. They'd sell you a live chicken in a bag. And it tied up. Give it to you. So some shiesty dude start putting cats in the bag, <laughs> selling them. <laughs> wow. Now I, I hate to d disappoint anyone, but usually when people know a lot of minutia, useless information, mm -hmm. it's a sign that they're very intelligent. That's all I have to say. And we'll be right back, Tom Bernardio. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with the client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to hanging out on the dock with family and friends. Let Flow enhance your experience with their rock-solid dock systems. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Flow boat lifts are a breeze to level using a cordless drill with their patented Easy Level system. Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Visit Flow at the Minnesota Sportsman Show at River Center in St. Paul, January 18th through the 21st. Be sure to ask for the show special where, with a qualified purchase, you'll receive a free three-piece furniture set or free wireless remote. And mention you heard this ad on KQ for an additional $50 off a dock or lift system. To find out more about Flow Systems, visit their website at floeintl.com. Flow Docks and Lifts, a better way. Early one morning while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck at 11.44 beneath my head. Got up next morning, Ali, I didn't even know you could sing. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> I really can't. No, that is true, though, that people know a lot of minutia. People know a lot of unimportant things. It's usually a sign that they're highly intelligent. Was that because you know a lot of minutia? <laughs> yes, it's all about me. There's no question about it. No, I just, I, I, it, just, it, it just means that you do a lot of reading and you pay attention. I just pay attention. And, and I, yeah, paying attention. And I like to surprise people. 
I was in the bank and um these two guys were behind me um trying to figure what his place was in um Brazil in Rio. And he's like, No, it's a place right on the beach. Ah, a lot of people eat there and I just turned around and said, Um, it's called Mia Pataki. He's just like, Ah Mia Pataki <laughs> And then he looked at me, he's like, What are you doing in Brazil? I'm like just wandering around, having fun, having fun, um, teaching the natives how to actually steal from people. <laughs> like it, it was, <laughs> like it was these, these kids, man. And soon you come out your room, they like chiclets, chiclets, all of them selling gum, chiclets, chiclets. I, I'm so frustrated yeah. with these chiclets. I'm just buying everybody gum and just hey, go home, no more gum out here. So I got a lot of chiclets in my. And these little little dudes was like they was like lightweight pickpocketing people. And I was like, look, y'all going for the wrong thing, man. Y'all doing the wrong thing. They like, okay. I said, they, most of the, the, the Caucasian guys, they wearing money belts, like a little thing they wrap around their belt so they don't have to have anything. Mm-hmm. It's going to be around their waist right. or it's going to be around their ankle. Go for that. That's, that's, what a, that's what the bread is. All this picking in their pockets, you getting nothing, just causing yourself drama. Man, like an hour later, I see them running down the street with this little money zip <laughs> on this dude. I'm like, hmm, they learn fast. <laughs> Learn so fast. <laughs> <laughs> they were good at it too. Yeah, right? they, were, they were very good at it. Brazil was a nice place, man. A lot of poverty in Brazil. A lot of poverty, yeah. man. Yep. And yep. people take advantage of people, man. Like what what they do was wanting to go me and Pataki. All the meals was like maybe thirty dollars, thirty and up, eighteen, thirty dollars and up. You barely get anything. So me, being the person I am, I want to go into the city and find food and kick it with the natives. I was literally. Getting a whole chicken, whole roasted pollo, yellow beans, I mean black beans, yellow rice, um, a coke, everything for like seven dollars, and having leftover. Nice. I was having a great time, and my friends were running out of money. They keep wiring money. I'm like, yo, I got plenty of reals, brother. Plenty of reals. <laughs> yeah, reals everywhere. And I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning. Ipanema is not the place for men. If you go to Brazil, never wonder. Over to Ipanema. That's that's. We went to like we there for Carnival and we in Rio. We having a good time in Copacabana. My friends, hey, let's go to Ipanema and see what's at that beach. And I know it was bad because the cab driver was like, "Why y'all going over there?" <laughs> because of the song. And, yeah. And so. Yeah. And, and, and look who look who did the song. Rod Stone. Yeah. What's what, Mary Manilow. I'm like, why would you go anywhere where Barry Manilow want to be? So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so we get out, we get out, and it's like it's all these people, and it's like kind of it's like these people jump on the street, and I'm just in. A, it's a movie called Live from Brazil that I was on, and you can see mm-hmm. in the video that I'm very uncomfortable. I'm like, nah, this doesn't feel like Copacabana. These are men. And my dude like, no. Nah. But he's already dancing with one. He's like, no. Nah. I'm like, yo, look how everybody's taller than us. Everybody's bigger than us. Like, everybody's bigger than us. And once they figure out that these are men, you'll see us running. You'll see all of us running. And the cab drivers are still there where they drop us off. Like, we knew y'all would be back. They knew you were coming back. We knew you were coming back. Get me back to so Copacabana. So you went to Copacabana and Ipanema? You went to both? I went to both, unfortunately. I never tell a story about Ipanema. Ipanema. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The girl from Ipanema was probably different. 
Tall and tan. <laughs> Young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema. I've been a lot of strange places. <laughs> like the red, everybody here was one of them. <laughs> there you go. I, I've been here for There it what? is, right there for Ali Sadiq. How many times is me? And tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema. It's something I should have on a tuxedo jacket and a martini. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Get a tuxedo going. It's absolutely true. So what? Now you went down just to? Did you go? Did you go down to go to Carnival? That's why you went to Brazil. Yeah, we went to Carnival to shoot a movie. Um, this was supposed to be like a a new thing that we was doing. Like all these men were supposed to go on vacation to different places. We only did one place, Brazil. None of their wives would let them out after Brazil. <laughs> like it, <laughs> that was it. like like they Brazil came out live from Rio came out and it was a wrap. Like no, y'all not going anywhere else. And it's stuff that they still didn't see because we kept it on like VHS where we didn't convert it. Cause man, they'd never see the scene where this girl set one of our rooms on fire because didn't nobody pay her for her services and it just went bad. And she thought it was me because. Apparently we all look alike, and she walked in. It's like it's him, <laughs> and then she gra- she literally grabbed my butt and like, no, 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 his butt's too is too big. His other butt bony. I'm like, no, <laughs> I told you it wasn't me. And the lady literally set the room on fire. She set the curtains on fire, and we had and we had wow. we had ten rooms on one floor. It was like it was like an animal house, and literally the lady set the room on fire. And I don't know why I had to pay this lady for something I didn't even do because the dude who actually did it with her, he was off trying to get money wired to him. And I'm like, yo, G, you are wild for this. You are really wild for leaving that girl in the room. And she just woke up and just burnt the room up. And he was like, you serious? We throw, we threw skull all on the, on the thing, which is crazy because that's beer. You're not supposed to throw beer on fire, I don't think. But we did it. It went out. Weird time. Then it did go out. Well, that's good. Weird well, time. That's good news that it went out. The time was better in Amsterdam, in the red light district. I had a great time there. I flashed women that were already naked in windows. I did that for like two <laughs> hours. It was crazy. <laughs> you showed them the, the goods? Yeah, me and some. I don't even know how you meet a strange man. And he's like, yo, you know what we should do? We should flash women. <laughs> like, I'm game. I'm here. <laughs> it's like, it's 430 in the morning. What else are we going to be doing, sir? And... We went to a place where if you if anybody's ever been to the Red Light District, it's a it's a it's the normal place where the the, the ground is like regular, and then it, the more perverted it get, the ground starts to change. It's like cement smooth ground to, oh these are bricks, and then the bricks go to like cobblestone road, and then that's when you know you're in you're in dark zone when you when it's cobblestone and dirt, and everybody's doing something wild, including you. Now, what do you mean by the dark zone? Yeah, you flashing naked women. You're naked with shoes on with a, a jacket on, and you're flashing women <laughs> that's already naked in windows with a strange man that you just met 30 minutes ago. It's the dark zone. Did they Did they even care? One did. She kept running. One. Some of the rooms are connected, and I didn't know that. And the lady kept running through the room. Ah, don't look at them. They're flashing. I was like, too late. <laughs> you know what's amazing about you, Ali? I was kind of wondering what you have planned for tonight. Yeah, you maybe know. you don't want to know. <laughs> tonight, I'm I'm gonna do half my special and half new stuff that I wrote. I'm writing a new special called Ego, 
and then this special is called Ali Sadiq. Um, it's bigger than the bars. It comes out February 23rd. I'm going to do maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes of the special, and then I'm going to get into my new stuff and then probably throw one story from This Is Not Happening in there. Because um, I'm on the new season um, of This Is Not Happening, which they just informed me that I will not be on the new season in 18. I'll be on the new season in 19. Thank you for that. <laughs> How did I tape it in seventh? I'm not even gonna remember that story. I might as well start telling the shroom story now. So when it when it, when it comes out, it'll be old in 2019. So that's what I that's what my why plan. Are they, is. Why are they holding off for an entire year? I have no clue. This and this is personal because I just got the email on this, and I thought I was gonna. I thought I, look, this is what I thought my setup was gonna be. I thought I was gonna come out on this is not happening on um, the new season, the fourth season, and then catapult right into my special my full hour special and then go from that and have a bond burning year but um no i see it's going to be just a special and that's it but that's cool i'm no, not i gotta tell you something I, yes i gotta tell you something though when you talked about hanging around with hookers burning your hotel room in brazil and then you're flashing naked women in amsterdam i didn't mean what were you going to do on stage tonight i meant what are you going to do after you get off stage tonight <laughs> Oh, after. Oh, I'm, it, it's a, it is a lot of Caucasian women here, and I like thick Caucasian women, yes. preferably redhead. But um, hopefully some of them at the show, and then I would be doing a lot. I'd be doing a lot. Hopefully getting on the news after that. He pressured me into something. Man, it was, oh, it, man, it was six of y'all. Right, I couldn't have pressured you. <laughs> it was six against one. There was no pressure on my end. I think I was the one being pressured. I don't even know what happened with Aziz. I heard of it in like I, in passing. I don't even want to. I don't want to comment on nobody that I know just yet until right. I figure out what's happening. But Louis C.K. That was crazy. Um, but yeah. my, but this is the craziest one. Patrick Swayze has to be the crazy. Is that his name? No, Kevin Spacey. That's his name. No, no he's dead. Patrick Swayze's dead. Okay, it was Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. That was the coldest part. I've never heard somebody deny. He didn't even deny it. The man said, nope. "Did I touch you?" I don't remember. I'm going to therapy. <laughs> I said, wait, wait, can you do that? Is that, is that the, that's, you can say you don't remember and go to therapy? Can you do that? I don't, wow. I don't think oh. you can do that. But the Teflon Don is, is, he escaped through all of it. He got people, he paying off, he paying off people. I, Trump is the new Teflon Don. I, John, I thought John Gotti was Teflon Don. Trump is just, yeah. it's things that he's getting away with that I know. I walked up on white women and say how ashamed I am of them. I'm like, I am ashamed. Because when he's when he said things about white women, I thought that was it. Ain't no way in the world they voting for him. They gave him a pass. I couldn't believe it. Now, they be paying off, uh, um, allegedly, paying off porno stars, Stormy, whatever her name is. I'm going to go. Yeah, Stormy us. Daniel. I'm going to go see if she worth 130000 <laughs> Of hush money. Some things you just got to ride. You're like, you just can deny that straight out. Hey, he was sleeping with me. Come on, ma'am. Look at you. No, I would not. No, I would not. You, you, 130000 of hush money? I'm dealing with all the problems. I'm not giving yeah. nobody nothing. Tell on me. <laughs> Tell on me. Hopefully. I understand. <laughs> 130000 Oh, my yeah. wife. Somebody going to have to understand. It was a time of weakness. I didn't take anything. It was a very... It was a very Normal affair. I'm not giving a hundred. I, I would. I would have my wife call her Ivanka. Is that her name? That's his wife's name. Because yeah. he can't. He can't remember his wife's name yeah. either. Um, Ivanka. No. Did you see the interview when he was saying that she wanted to be there and she was standing right next to him? He was like, she wanted to be here so bad, 
And she was like, wow, he doesn't even know I'm here. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know. But I know he, I, this, I used to be a Republican until he started running, so I quit. Because I, I don't, I don't want to deal with nobody who want to spend my tax dollars on building a wall for people who have tunnels. That's what I don't get. You want to build a wall <laughs> for people who have tunnels. They dug El Chapo out of prison twice in nice yeah. tunnels. The tunnels were well lit. He had a motorcycle. Yeah. He had a railing. I'm like, yo, man, they do not care about... Like, why are you building the wall? They're going to be up under the wall building a tunnel. And this is, and you That's think this is smart? Yo, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm just thinking. I understand yeah. exactly what you're saying. We have a wall in Arizona. Do you know in Arizona they was catapulting people over the wall? They don't care yeah. about the wall. <laughs> you know how bad you want to get somewhere you let somebody throw you over a wall in a chair? <laughs> <laughs> just just randomly throw you over the wall. It's not a pile of leaves That's or true. no mattress. Nobody waiting to catch you. Parachute. <laughs> 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 not a, you don't have a parachute or nothing. You just hey look. You want to go to America? The 70 foot wall. We gonna throw you over it. It's going to be a good chance that if we throw you just right, that the chair is going to land right up and you're going to be good. You're going to be good. Yeah. It's like, man, or yo, let, this, is a, this is a country of immigrants. This is a country of immigrants. I, yes. I, I don't understand why we don't have free health care in this country. I don't get it. I don't get it. And people always talk about, let me tell you, um, to all, all your listeners who have some racism left in them, y'all have to come up with different words because I'm not, some words don't affect me. Like, I was doing this thing about America's not the greatest country because we still dealing with racism and healthcare. And this dude, he took his time to listen to my whole show. And then he went home. And two days later, he emailed, he Facebooked me and told me that my show is the worst show he ever seen in life because of this country <laughs> is so great. And this is his racial slur. You should go back to Africa. I'm like, well, I'm Haitian. I don't know anybody in Africa. Um, <laughs> and I, if you send me to Johannesburg, I heard it's beautiful. Uh, so, so I'm good. That's what I've heard. You you, you got to come up with That's a different racial slur. That didn't even affect me. And then he wouldn't. I want to ask you more about that. He would I never respond more about back. that. We got to take it. Cool. Well, we'll take a break, and I want to ask you a couple of questions about that very thing. All right. Cool. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. Hey, would you turn down a job that paid you thirty to $60,000 an hour? That's basically what you're doing if you don't attend the SellerWorkshop.com series this month, hosted by the Chris Lindahl team with REMAX Results. In about an hour, you'll learn how to potentially make thirty to $60,000 more on the sale of your home. Chris, why are you giving away the secret sauce? Uh, great question. If you love something, set it free, right? Seriously, I'm on a mission to help people make the money they deserve when they sell their home. Whether it's my team or someone else, the fact is the world has changed when it comes to home selling yet people are still doing it the traditional way and leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table it drives you crazy when people do it wrong doesn't it i just hate seeing people lose money at the sellerworkshop.com series you'll learn the methods we've developed at the chris Lindell team that have made us the number one remax results team in the nation you walk out with all the tools you need to make tons more money on your next home sale and it's totally free the seller workshops are happening january 29th through the 31st seating is limited and trust me they sell out fast visit sellerworkshop.com or call 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant. Whatever it takes. I'm in love. 
are back, ladies and gentlemen. Ali Sadiq in studio. Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight. Two shows tomorrow night. Two shows, and then you can go watch a football game with him on Sunday night. That'll be good. Man, I'm gonna right? be the loneliest person in the building. It's gonna be me and the staff on Sunday. They kick off an hour before the show. I'm, yep. This is gonna be the night that I just try all the new stuff that I wrote like the day before. This is gonna the Sunday is gonna I be like a, that. Yeah, cause I, I try to write something new. Every day, because something happens to me every day, so I try to write something new. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, I have to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Uh, as a black man in America today. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> Son was all about that, right? Today. <laughs> Just today. Do you think that Donald Trump is racist? Very much so. Oh, you do? Why, why do you think he's racist? See, um, he has enough money to be. See, racism comes... <laughs> Okay. Racism comes with a certain amount of power. And so in until you can change the scope of that, you have to be able to change my life to be racist. Like some people think that they're racist. No, you, you don't have enough money to be racist. You're prejudiced, but you're not racist. You're right. Because right. a racist is going to do what, he, what he's doing now. He's making it. He's getting rid of a lot of things. The only thing that he's keeping that even close to Obama is the car. Like that's it. The beast, he's not getting rid of the beast. He's like, yo... Anything no, else that Obama right. touched, I'm getting rid of it. He wants to get rid of health care. And that's a that's like he's not even he he's not okay, let me take away the racism. He's he's a, right. he's um he's part of a caste system. Yeah, class, caste. Yeah, okay. class, yeah. caste, whatever yeah. you want to say. He <laughs> would rather poor and rich. And then it comes then it comes color after that. Because he don't like rich brown people either. Um he just want you know, so he's both. He's like a little both, and then he, but he wants to rule. He's a weird person. I think he want to be Russian. I think he's more want to be Russian and have that type of power of Putin over anything else. He just want to be the dictator. Most people don't think don't know it's black Russians as well, so they going through the same thing that everybody else is going through over there. But he's a, he's a weird thing. I thought I think he has um dementia. I think he's coming up on dementia. Oh, do though. you really? And, yeah, and well, they just said that he. And 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 I think that a lot of I think a lot of people are doing the doctor. I think that the doctor for the White House should be fired. It's no way in the world that you, he had it's some type of hypocritical oath that he had to violate. Come on, man! Now now you making it hard for me to raise my kids now. So you won't. How can how can a parent keep telling the kid you can't eat McDonald's and junk food and be healthy when a doctor just comes out and said this man could live to eat two hundred eating. <laughs> junk food, never exercising, eating. Oh, he never said that about Obama. <laughs> Obama played basketball every other day, cardio, running, uh, ate well. And the man just say, oh, he healthy. But you came out and said that Trump can live to be 200? Wow. So I don't know. I'm up in the air on a lot of these things. But that, that's it's a lot of people, man, it's, it's like they putting their moral, they morals to the side, man, their conscience to the side for what? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what sex tape he may have on the doctor. That he don't want to come out, but man, I I, I guarantee Trump couldn't do three push-ups. No, there's no way. You're right about that. No, I, he could not do three push-ups, and and I and I wouldn't call what uh, President Obama call uh, played basketball. I yeah, mean, yeah, I w- yeah, it was it was close. That's not really. Close. No, it's, it's old man ball. Around <laughs> it's old man. It's ball. old man ball. There you go. There you old man, old ball. man ball. There you old go. man ball is the best ball. <laughs> Nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt because we just trying not to get hurt on our own because he running. Yeah, I true. did a lot of calf raises in the last three days, and walking is very hard <laughs> at this point. 
I, I'm gritting yeah, through it. Yeah. I'm gritting through it, but my calves <laughs> on something else. It's like I'm, I'm barely, I'm basically tiptoeing through life right now, basically. <laughs> so the reason, the reason I asked you if you thought that that President Trump was racist, I'm just becoming uh, a little afraid that if people, and it's mostly very wealthy white news journalists on television calling people racist, don't you think? They're going to burn that word out if they don't stop. It's going to end up meaning nothing to anybody if they don't stop saying it over Man, and over and over again. It's been it's been around for a long time. I think right, that um, right. I don't think the word is going to go anywhere. You know, because you know it's it's a lot of racism out there. People are racist against a lot of things. People are mostly prejudiced against most things. And yeah, the these rich these rich people on TV that explain what racism is. 90% of them don't have any idea. Um, they never no. really experienced it. They just go on whatever. Then it's people that come on and say, of uh, brown people that come on that they bring on that don't know. You can't speak for everybody and say what we want. And you haven't talked to us and asked us what we want right. or what or what offends us. Everything doesn't offend me. Like, like I do this joke about words. Words don't offend me because this Jewish dude he was like, hey, you know, can I tell you something what I don't like about your people? And when I say start saying the joke, <laughs> most people always fall, what do you mean, your people? He's talking about brown people. So at the time, he he was <laughs> really talking about my people. So I was like, okay, go ahead with it. He's like, your people always have to tell somebody that they don't mess with them. That's not the word he's used, but, you know, you get the gist. Yeah, you know? right, you right. Yep, you, you, yep. Don't, you, you don't mess with you. Y'all like that conflict. You know, like, we don't do it like that. You know, Jewish people, when we don't mess with you, we just don't mess with you. But we never tell you. So when we want to mess with you again, we can. Because we never caused any conflict. And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's a good, that's a good, you know, way to do things. But is it racist for him to start by saying yo people? No, because it's the same thing my grandmother said to me. Same analogy, different way. My grandmother yeah. said, never yeah. burn down a bridge because you never know when you have to cross it again. The same analogy. That's why now, if, if I don't deal with somebody, if I got a problem with somebody, I don't never say anything. I just like, alright, I just you know, this is myself, and when I need to deal with them again, I can. Different different avenue. But, you know, I don't get caught up in a lot of things that people get caught up in. Because how can I be racist when almost 40% of my audience is white? Yeah, well, there you go. That's a very, that's a very good question. Do you think most people even think about stuff like that, Ali? Not at all. Because if at, they don't do that. Bring up racism at a football game or at a basketball game or at a sporting <laughs> event. Bring up racism yeah. right then. I've hugged a Klansman. I've hugged a person with a swat swicker or whatever the thing is on the side of his head <laughs> at a football game. I hugged it. I hugged it. Because we were both go. going for the Giants against the Cowboys, and I hugged that man. I know he probably took a shower afterward, but we still hugged. <laughs> <laughs> you might be you might be right I, you know there's no racism in fishing go fishing with a different bunch of different races and nobody's catching anything watch us start talking hey man you anything biting down there no no just and then you start talking you start man it's no racism in life really it's, you know people just make up stuff man they prejudice against things a lot they don't of people 
Well, you're probably right about that. I, I just think I think people like turmoil. They like to think that they're smarter than you. They like to think they're better than you. And that's when they start lobbing those words around, like you're this, you're that, blah, 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 because they just want to make – they want to <laughs> convince themselves that they're better than you are. It just You just made me think of something when people just want to throw something out there. Monique, not to bring up Monique, not to put <laughs> I, Monique I under like the Monique. bus. I like Monique as well, but Monique is a crazy lady at this point. Um, yes. Monique is on her thing giving a rant, and she want people to stand with her to boycott Netflix. And I was like, okay, let me see what this is about. And she says, I would like for y'all to boycott Netflix because Netflix is being, um, what was it? What I said, she was being biased. She was being um, gender biased. Gender biased and, oh, gender bias. okay. and color biased. And her example was that they just recently offered her 500000 for one-hour special, okay? Oh, God. And then she wanted to say, well, they offered Amy Schumer $11 million. They offered Chris Rock $20 million. Dave Chappelle $20 million. And I'm like, okay, that's, defeat. what? that's, that's defeating your argument from the mm-hmm. jump because Amy Schumer is a, is a lady, so that's not gender bias. She is a lady. And then yeah. <laughs> you say color bias? Um <laughs> Chris Rock, if you haven't looked, Chris Rock and Chappelle are black, brown, I say. But, you know, it's not either one. Monique, nobody wants to pay. Look, I'm not going to say nobody. I'm going to say apparently $500,000 is not a lot of money to you. I get it. But if there's somebody else offering you more than $500,000, go with them. Because let them off, let Netflix offer me $500,000. I'm going to do the special. And... Then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a million just touring off of the special. It's, it's, it's the right. leap. I'm like I don't understand, Monique. Who else called you? So you can have this argument when somebody else is calling you. <laughs> if the if do you think I'm not gonna show up if the Minnesota Vikings wanted to draft me, and nobody else is talking about drafting me? I'm at home. I'm at home kicking it, watching games in Minnesota. Say, hey, we need a place kicker. Um, for the Super Bowl, we're going to give you $20,000. How dare you call me? <laughs> and, and, and What? Are you serious? Did, did, did you offer somebody else more money than me? Cra- I would be like, oh, the Texans didn't call me, and I'm in Texas. So let me... Just <laughs> like, and I'm not even a place kicker, so I might as well go. It's like, Monique, baby, take the 500K... <laughs> If you don't tell them to call me, I I will stand in for you as Monique Sadiq. <laughs> Monique Sadiq, I like it. I like it. Monique it Sadiq. Monique Sadiq. And we'll do it. I gain a little weight and everything. Man, people got to start. Oh, man. Oh, I had to throw that out there. I had to throw that out there. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. I understand that completely. Are people, are people, still, are people still concerned about weight? Are people yeah. really still In some ways, yeah. I was in Rio yeah. with men with guts that, that looked like they swallowed several children. And they had on Speedos. <laughs> it was one man on the beach. I thought the man was naked. Because his everything was blocking his Speedo. And he was so oily and so greasy out there with so much confidence. He was like, oh, no, 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 speaking all that. And I had on long shorts. He was like, no, 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 why did you have it on the clothes? <laughs> Like, man, I, I'm going to start wearing biking shorts, man, again. Remember that back in the mm-hmm. day? Y'all wore biking shorts? Biking oh, yeah. shorts, yeah. Yep. No draws, though. No draws. Just want to <laughs> just want just want to just throw it out there. Like, because women, that's what women do. They wear the Lululemon with no draws on. And you can't work out 
in a in a workout place with women with Lululemon on. It's like how you gonna curl finish curling? Uh, no. Oh my God. What is that? Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> is that Lululemon? Yo, it's like they stitch. It's like they stitch. It, oh, they stitched the shape into the pants. Have you seen them, Tom? Have you seen these pants? Have you seen I, I guess I have not seen the ones you're talking about. These are liquid Viagra. You don't need nothing. You don't need no Viagra. Just buy your woman no. some Lululemon and watch the magic. Just let her put them on. Watch the magic. She ain't going to have on for long. Catherine, I'm telling you. Is that true, Catherine? Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're like compression garments. So <laughs> it, it lifts everything and makes everything look really good. They're seamless yes. and not Yoga pants. It, see, wow. no, so don't don't confuse these with regular yoga pants. These are Lululemon <laughs> yoga pants. <laughs> Lululemon They're is very a, expensive. It's a it's a movement, and they're very very worth it. Catherine, would you would you agree? I'm just asking. Am I am I the only one? Am I the only one that feels like this about Lululemon? <laughs> okay, no, I think I'd, you're a little bit more enthusiastic than good. I would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see college athlete, female athletes who wear a sport, sports bra like it's a t-shirt. Yeah, if they add Lululemon oh, yeah. to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting off Lululemon. I don't think JV's going to comment on that. Yeah, it, no, don't comment, but just know if you work with them, don't comment because they add Lululemon. No. I'm, I, I refuse. My daughter's 19. She cannot buy it. Like this is this is this is sanctioned in our house. Hey, no Lululemon for you. You're in college. <laughs> I need you in full garment. I need you. I need you covered. If you do have them on, you have to put on a little house on the prairie dress over them. You cannot have these pants on. <laughs> and she's that'll a, and work for she, me. And she's a swimmer. She's a swimmer. No way, no way. She's a swimmer, man. This is the worst thing to well, have they, a swimmer. They walk around with those uh, spandex tights on, like their jeans now. Yeah, man. Yep. And they they probably some of them probably Lululemon. Yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> probably Lululemon. That's probably true. If you are wearing Lululemon, please go to please. Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight <laughs> to see Ali Sadiq. You know something? I, it's, it's a lady here that I probably would buy a pair for um, my, my early interview. I think I, I've, I've been loving that lady since I saw her. She's red. I'm not going to, I'm not, because I don't know. It, it just seems like you in a like we co-workers or something I don't know and I'm not, I don't even come here but once a year but I love as soon as oh, I well. pulled up to that station I was like this is the place I was about Ali thank you man great oh, having man, you oh man thank you brother what a great great time thanks everybody from Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight two shows tomorrow night two shows and show on Sunday as well we'll be back Tom Bernard show